Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayesh, share number 273. We're going to talk today about uh, borders and about saying no, which is a very healthy word very often, not only in life in general, but in Shalom Bayesh in particular, in preserving your family life with your wife and with your children, with your husband, with your children. Very often one needs to understand that doing less is very often more, and when you're juggling a hectic life in marriage and in with your children and you want to preserve that, very often you need to say no to many, even good commitments of good things that you could do that you need to say no to. And uh, this is not saying that um, you say no um, but what we need to understand is, is that Sai in American culture, where right now in the corporate world it's doing and doing and being busy and busy and you can reach someone at 2 a.m. and uh, not like it was even 100 years ago and they expect you to answer your emails um, very often, very late into the night. Used to be, used to work 9 to 5 and or 6 or whatever and then you're done. Here, you know, you get an email at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, what's going It It wasn't like that before. And in terror culture also, Baruch Hashem, it's a good thing that people have she'ifas, people have this desires to go grow in Avedis Hashem, and you want to add shiurim and add mitzvahs and add masim taivim and to go higher and higher. And that is beautiful. But we need to be careful not to get burnt out. And it could be a sakana physically, it could be a sakana emotionally and spiritually if you suffer that burnout, even when you're trying to do mitzvahs. Like the Chavetz Chaim uh, is well known that he used to go into the base medrash and close the lights at a certain time, 10, 30, 11, whenever it was, and told the Talmudim, tomorrow's another day. And uh, very often, uh, people ask of people more than they can give. So you need to say no, or you'll be crushed very often. And it's not a matter of selfishness. It is a matter of, it's not even, you could call it self-preservation, it is, but it's a matter of helping yourself in order to help others. If you get burnt out and you get crushed or overwhelmed, then you won't be able to help anybody down the road. So it's better to create certain limits and then you'll be able to help people more effectively. Someone who knows he has more kishrenes and he has superhuman qualities and he could live on two hours of sleep and his head's clear and he doesn't get ill and he has a very high energy person, then of course, for a person like that, uh, he could say no somewhat less than an average person because he could take on more. But But for most of us, we have limitations. Truth is also part of this, of saying no and making a dharam and just using your time wisely and increasing your quality and quantity of time with your wife and with your children, with your husband, um, the iPhone is a big factor. I'm not talking now even about the unfiltered iPhones that could create real negative things that come in. I'm talking about even if you have normal filters, let's assume everything is clean, there's nothing to worry about on that end. But the very fact that the iPhones have so much information and everyone can bother you and anyone can ask you anything and 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 any all day, all night. And our kaychas are limited. So besides the um, 
you know, we talked about before the negative effects of negative things that could come in and also of, of just um, involving yourself in, in superficial uh, things that are not important. But part of it also is you get yourself too busy. And most people need to be careful also when they're Isaac B'Tzarchei Tzibur. And it's a beautiful thing. And Ashrei Chelkam to all those we say always, every Shabbos we praise and bench those that are Isaac B'Tzarchei Tzibur Vemuna. Your ish klal and your moisa nefesh for the klal, it's a beautiful thing, but it can never be at the expense of your own health. It can never be at the, your expense of, of, you know, who you really are. And sometimes it's a lack of vision. We don't realize what our talents are. So I'll give you an example. You know, if someone has talents in the music ability and they don't have a talent in something else, and, and so even if they want to do something else that's good, that's a good thing, but it's not their calling, it's not their tuna, it's not their path. Some people, um, and the same applies again, you have to ask, is shikladas, you ask a rav, or whatever it is. Some people always need to be active, do chesed, for a person like that to go deliver packages for time for Shabbos Thursday night or before Pesach, or to, or to do all these things that are very active like that. It's beautiful for them. But then there are others that don't have that tchunas anefesh. They have a different tchunas anefesh of, 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 of being mashpia on people through shiurim or through diburim or through onyanim. Not to say they shouldn't do physical chesed either, but that's their path in life. So everyone knows their home omahalach, and everyone knows what the tchunas anefesh is. I know of two people, both tremendous tzaddikim, tremendous, unbelievable tzaddikim, and, but, but they were very, very different from one another. And one's aspect and most of his kaychais were in, 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 in being Isaac and Chesed. Now he went to Shurim too, and he was Kevei Itim Latayra too, and he davened also, and he did Hidurei Mitzis in many ways. But that was his specialty, the Chesed, the helping people, um, and, and, and being Mavakar Chaylem and Achnasis Archim and all that. And then there was another one, equally strong tzaddik, but his avoid was to learn and to give shiurim and to teach and so on and so forth. He also did chesed, of course, but his main nakuda was that. So everyone knows or should know or needs to discover what their talents are, the gashmis of Aruchnius, and a person's kaychais, bottom line is he could have special kaychais, but it's still limited. And you have to choose based on your kaychais what you're going to spend your energies and talents on. And that in and of itself, it is self-explanatory that that means you need to say no to other things, even if they are good things sometimes. So that's a very, very important yesaid to say, that there is a healthy way of saying no, and very often to preserve your marriage, to spend quality time with your husband or with your wife, or to spend more time with your children that need that attention, you may need to say no to other obligations, even if those other obligations are beautiful things, like um, you know, a volunteering in a Tehillim group or 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 or, or, or organizing a share in your house for for for, for ladies once a week, uh, you know, where they have different times where it goes to different houses, and they're asking now to do it in your house. So you, there's a shikaladas there. If you're able to do it, kalakavo, do it. It's beautiful. But in certain situations where you know that your kids need you and your and your husband, and it's not just a it's not a matter of selfishness. It's a matter of really what your calling is. You're doing other types of chesed within your mishpacha. So that is one aspect of guarding yourself. 
and saying no. Another aspect that is me'ain this, a little bit of this, but it's a little bit different, is about putting up walls. This is a a similar subject, but a little different, is that not on saying no and not saying no, but on the guarding. Very often what a person does is that they are afraid to be vulnerable, and they don't let anyone in, in because they've been hurt before, they've been burnt, so they don't want to open up to anybody, including their own husband, their own wife, their own children. And that it, that's an issue, because that holds back growth. It holds back the emotional growth, the physical growth, the spiritual growth. And in marriage, too, it's very important. When you have two individuals, they each have their own past, they each have their own situations that they went through, and sometimes it's very hard to open up to one another. And sometimes people have the opposite aspects of where they are too open early on in a relationship, let's say, while dating, and then they get hurt. And then so what people do very often is they fluctuate between overdoing it, meaning keep opening up the wall and being openly too open, too vulnerable, too early. And then they get hurt and then they bring up the wall again. So there's two opposite extremes that sometimes come on. You trust somebody blindly, then you may get hurt. But if you got hurt and you decide I'm going to protect myself and you put up a very strong wall, then you'll never be able to have a normal, healthy relationship. The analogy to this is like swimming, right? When you want to learn how to swim or develop the swimming ability, you don't jump right away to the deep water. You start in the shallow water on the side of the pool over there. And you put your head on the water, you see if you can hold, you know, you can see if you can float, you test yourself in the shallow water, and only then you go into the deeper water. The same applies with a human being with the walls that they have to protect themselves. You test it out in slowly in the in the like like in the muscle in the shallow water before you go into the deep water. You the walls are there to protect you. But so you can't just drop them all the way down. But you need to sometimes risk it and to allow yourself to be vulnerable. Otherwise, you'll never be able to connect with one another. So in marriage, sometimes it's a very scary thing. I understand very often, and this is true, by the way, with people who are married a very, very long time even, where they're just too afraid, they're not going to acknowledge it or maybe put it in those words, but they're too afraid to be vulnerable and to be open to their husband or wife because they were hurt in the past. You wanted to talk about something that's a sensitive subject, about something about a certain vulnerability, and your husband or wife like shut you down and basically said, oh, this is nonsense or whatever it is, and shut you down so you're afraid to bring it up again. And what a couple needs to learn how to do with one another is to allow themselves to take the risk to open up that wall to be able to connect and if you're afraid to keep it too open because you'll be hurt or you're hurt in the past, then you work with each other to bring it down slowly in a way that feels safe, in a way that feels, uh, you know, secure, that you won't get hurt by that, you know, openness that you're trying to portray. So that's an issue with human beings too. Just like we said in the beginning part of this year, it's important to say no, but if you say no all the time, that's no good either. You need to open up to various things too. So you have to have a shikl hadas over there. The same thing applies with your own heart. 
as a husband, as a wife, where you put up these strong walls, that, that is very unhealthy for a marriage. On the other hand, it's understandable that if your husband or wife has issues that they were uh, condescending to you before, or made fun of you before, or didn't understand and showed anger before, then you may put up these walls for your own self-protection, and that's also understandable. And therefore, there needs to be a communication and a, an alliance with one another to work to each other and say, it's a little scary for me, to take away these walls, but for the sake of our marriage, I'm going to try to be more open, and then you learn to accept that and not to hurt each other with those vulnerable moments. But in order to have a relationship, you need that. And you need to have siyat deshmaya, and you need to daven, and you need to be sensitive that when your husband or wife pulls down that wall because they want to reach out to you and communicate with you, and they may talk about something that's vulnerable to them, like a mida they're embarrassed about or certain things that bother them and they're afraid initially to tell you. But if you listen with a kind ear and you're fully accepting, that is a tremendous chesed. Because you need that to protect, because if you insult and you hurt, then the walls will be closed and there won't be a marriage. You know, the walls need to be open, but it has to be done in a safe way where each one feels safe and secure with one another. Have a wonderful day.